Nikki Haley is hoping to go into New Hampshire with new momentum as Florida Governor Ron DeSantis drops out of the Republican race. Joining me now to talk about this, actor, producer, filmmaker Rob Reiner. Uh, your latest uh, project, an in-depth look at Christian nationalism in this country, uh, its effect on politics, among other things. I want to talk about that in just a moment. But I guess, Rob, your reaction to DeSantis dropping out, what do you think? Well, I mean, he, he was going to lose anyway, and he was going to lose big in New Hampshire. Uh, I, the thing that uh, I find odd is that his, he's making a calculation now that since Trump is the he runs the party, it's Trump's party, that somehow he's going to ingratiate himself with Donald Trump. But uh, a friend of mine who's a former Republican strategist, Rick Wilson, said everything Trump touches dies. So uh, it may be transactional, maybe for the time being, but if he's angling for either a cabinet position or a or a vice presidential on the vice presidential ticket, uh, I think he's uh, he's signing his own death warrant here because it's not going to lead to anything good. Yeah, and Rob, I know you've been a tough critic of Donald Trump for a long time now. Did you th did you ever think that we would be back in this place where Trump is on the verge of wrapping up this nomination? Of course, people have to go out and vote in New Hampshire. We'll see what happens on Tuesday, but that seems to be the path that he's on right now. Yeah, no, I never. I never thought it. I mean, the one thing that we've seen over the course of from 2016 till now is that the courts have held that uh, anytime it gets to uh, a, a, an adjudication, they vote, they, they rule against Trump. So the hope is that at a certain point that will come to the fore with all of these uh, federal charges that are, that are, you know, that are, that are being heaped on them. Now, the problem is the only one that it has a chance of uh, coming to fruition is possibly Jack Smith's uh, January 6th case. And Trump is doing everything he can to push it on down the road. And the reason he's doing that is because he wants to stay out of jail. This is not about being, you know, uh, I want to be the president because I'm going to make this country great again or anything. This is pure and simple for him. I got to get out of jail. So the hope is if you can push that trial off till after the uh, uh, the, the the election in, in November, then maybe uh, even if he gets uh, convicted, he can pardon himself. Because the fact of the matter is, uh, if he does get convicted before November, then uh, he's going to lose the election. They're going to they're just not going to be people that are going to say, yes, I'll vote for a convicted felon. He's not going to lose his base. His base will stay with him. But there'll be plenty of people that say enough's enough. Well, and the Republican Party is by and large lining up behind Donald Trump at this point. The head of the Republican Senate Campaign Committee announced earlier today that he thinks that the party should start coalescing behind Donald Trump and that the, the primary process is effectively over. And one of the reasons why we're seeing a lot of that is a lot of uh, leading Republicans in this country are uh, just getting behind Donald Trump. And it, it, lo and behold, it was Ron DeSantis himself who was criticizing a lot of this just a week ago. Let's listen to uh, that and talk about it on the other side. And so for Donald Trump, uh, he's running a candidate, he's running a campaign about putting himself and his issues first. That's what he cares about. You can be the most worthless Republican in America, but if you kiss the ring, he'll say you're wonderful. You can be the strongest, most dynamic, uh, successful Republican and conservative in America, but if you don't kiss that ring, then he'll try to trash you. You know what? You deserve a nominee that's going to put you first, not himself first. And yet, Rob, in his announcement earlier today, DeSantis <laughs> got behind Trump. 
Yeah, he did a, a swift 180. Uh, they all seem to be doing that. But I, 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 I think we're, we're coming down to an election where we're, we're going to make a choice. We're either going to choose democracy or we're going to choose fascism, autocracy. And I think uh, history is going to treat these people very badly for, uh, for, for supporting Trump. Uh, you know, he's a politician. He's going to say one thing. He's going to say another. Nikki Haley, if she loses, she's going to wrap her arms around Donald Trump. All that stuff's going to happen. Maybe she wants to run and be a vice president. Who knows? But ultimately, it's not going to help. And none of this is going to help. And, and he'll turn on a dime against them as soon as he doesn't like what they say about him. And, and Rob, one of the reasons why Trump has been so dominant is because of the way he's been able to uh, get his his base back behind him once again. And part of that coalition, obviously, are evangelical voters. Uh, let's talk about this documentary that you've uh, you've produced, uh, God and Country, that looks into the growing movement of Christian nationalism uh, in the U.S. It's Hold On Politics. Let's take a look at the clip. Evangelical enterprises raise billions of dollars. We're not talking about millions or even hundreds of millions anymore, but billions of dollars in mostly 10 to $25 contributions. Well, the way you get those contributions is by ginning up fear and anger. When I was an activist on the religious right, I would meet with fundraisers. I would hear from them you've got to give me plenty of fear and anger. I need to make your people as mad as hell and frightened to go to sleep at night because when they're that afraid, they're going to send you a lot of money. Yeah, Rob, tell us a little bit about the gentleman we just saw there and, and the message uh, that you're trying to get across with this documentary. Uh, Rob Shank, he's a, a pastor. Uh, he's an evangelical, and I think it's important that we point out we're not trashing Christianity with this film. It's the exact opposite, because what we have is we have very prominent conservative Christian leaders speaking out against Christian nationalism because they think it undermines the teachings of Jesus and the teachings of Christianity and the church. They see Christian nationalism not only as a danger to democracy, but as a danger to Christianity itself. And it's not me saying that. I'm a liberal. People know I'm a liberal. It's not me saying that. You watch the documentary, you'll see very, very respected conservative Christian leaders talking about the danger of Christian nationalism, which is not a, uh, a, a, a religious movement. It's a political movement. It's all about politics and gaining power. And it is a very dangerous, not only for the country, but for Christianity itself. And so what do I, the president, uh, President Biden, his team, Democrats, uh, Democratic Party, uh, candidates on, on the Democratic side and in Senate and House races, uh, what do they need to do to get their message out? Because I know that you're very prominent in politics uh, out in California. Uh, we, we have you on from time to time to talk about this stuff. Are you confident the president can win re-election? Yes, yes. I think the only uh, wild card in all this is third-party candidates. Everybody knows that it's not a national election. It's run state by state. There are only going to be between five and eight states in play in this next election. And the question is, in those states that are very narrow, one way or the other, is a third-party candidate like No Labels, like uh, Robert Kennedy Jr., 
are they going to draw more uh, votes from Trump or from Biden? Polls show that they will draw more from Biden. So if in a very close race in Arizona, Nevada, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, the, the states we all know are battleground states, if those third-party candidates can shave enough votes, Trump losing the popular vote by up to 10 million votes, which is very possible. Uh, he lost the last one by 7 million votes. Right. He could lose 10, by 10 million votes and still win the election. That's the trick. Other than that, if it's head-to-head, -head, up, up and down between Trump and Biden, I don't think that Trump has a chance. All right, Rob Reiner, great to have you on as always. Uh, thanks so much. Appreciate the time.